This is Keep Up. I'm your host, Cynthia Dill. Joining me today for the podcast is worldly and socially active man about town, Adam Lee, also known as the chairman of the board for Lee Auto Mall. Adam Lee joins me by phone. Welcome, Adam Lee. Hi, Cynthia. Well, it's nice so. Nice to be here. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day. Um, Adam Lee, you are a philanthropist, a political player, a civic leader, husband, father, among so many other things, but you also sell cars, and your Lee Automall in Topsom has sold me my last two cars. So if you don't mind, I'd like to take a few minutes and talk about cars. Is that okay? Sure. <laughs> well, first of all, I have to say that I travel all the way from Cape Elizabeth to Topsom to have service because I love the donuts and I get a ride by, it always seems like a lovely older gentleman to the Topsom Library and do work my, while my car is being serviced. So I'm a big believer in Lee Auto Mall. I just want you to know that. <laughs> well, thank you. We appreciate that. And I have to confess, we've uh, since since the pandemic, we've gotten rid of the donuts. Oh, oh, that's too bad. I know. I, I think we can probably bring them back, but we were advised not to have food or coffee. Oh, I think you know. I seriously hope that you do whatever you can to bring the donuts back. You know, you could have some really angry customers on your hands. Yeah, um, people seem to understand, but anyway. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so another car question. What are you driving today? I am driving a Tesla. Oh, good. So um, how does driving a Tesla make you feel? Uh, good. I like the car. I'm not in, and people always think this is kind of funny. I'm not like a big car guy. I don't, care that much about cars i don't rush out to look at the new models i don't i just they don't interest me a whole lot but i do like to drive a nice car and i wanted to drive an electric car um that was big enough and had the range to go some distance now many of them now have a range of two to three hundred miles and this one has a range of probably 300 miles so i like it and it's just they're really they're very very nice cars does driving a tesla make you feel powerful that's what I want to know. Oh, uh, no, but it does make me feel like I can go really fast if I want to. Yeah, I think I was, well, and do you associate the car like with Elon Musk, the personality, or not at all? Oh, no, not at all. If, if I did, I wouldn't, I would find a different car. Only a few more car questions, Adam, but do you think that cars have a certain degree of yin and yang? Uh, I guess. I don't know if cars do. I think people do. I think that after you've been in this business for a certain amount of time, um, my my business partner, I have two, Don Lee is my cousin and my partner, and John Isaacson, my friend and my partner. John and I will often say if we're in a room in a meeting with people that if we look out in the parking lot, we can usually tell everybody who's driving which car. Well, that's funny because my last car question is, do you believe a car should or does reflect the owner's essence to a certain degree? Uh, I I do. I don't know about essence. I question that. But it may reflect their temperament or personality or the way they live their life. That's interesting. Well, thank you for engaging me in those car questions. Um, Okay, so let's talk a little bit about politics because you are um, a player and, and I know interested and concerned about 
the state of affairs um, and public yeah. life. Did you watch either the national, um, the Republican or Democratic National Convention? Um, I watched two clips of the Democratic Convention. Uh, like I watched, you know, maybe five minutes one night, and then I turned it on the night Clinton was speaking. I watched him speak, and he got done, and I thought, okay, that's enough. And that was it for that. And um, none of the Republican? But, and then I watched, I turned it on. Let's see. No, you know what? I didn't watch any, but I listened to some on the radio. I heard, I, I don't know, I think he's the one black Republican in Congress, perhaps. Republican? Oh, Tim Scott, the Republican yeah, senator. So. He's the only black senator um, from South Carolina. He was good. He was good. Is this... He's a Republican, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. I got the right guy? Yeah. Yes. And I, I caught him talking about the Democrats' desire to turn the United States into a socialist utopia. And it struck me that, gee, if anyone could turn this country into any kind of utopia, that seems like a pretty good thing. <laughs> a, u- a socialist utopia? Any. I don't care. If it's a utopia, that seems like a, a positive comment on the state of things. So I found the comment ironic, although I know that isn't what he meant. I think he meant a, you know, a horrible place where no one's in charge and the government runs your life. I, right. I think that's his vision. Well, that so. you raise anyway, an so interesting the, question. I mean, can utopia be modified by an adjective? Like, could you have a communist <laughs> utopia? I don't know. Maybe that would be... I mean. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like, <laughs> you know, those words can go together. Whether it's practical is a whole other thing. Now... Uh, you, I'm sure, have your finger on the pulse of the economy, both locally and nationally, just because you deal, and internationally, because you deal in so many different types of cars and businesses, you know, buying, selling, leasing, fixing. The headlines, as far as the economy, are really somewhat ambiguous. There's, you know, a booming stock market. And at the same time today, the news is that the United States debt is high, you know, is the highest since World War II. Are you concerned about the economy at the macro level? Oh, I am. I, I'm concerned. You know, start with the debt. I, I think we're doing what we have to do. It doesn't help that a trillion dollars of that debt is from a tax cut from a few years ago that wasn't necessary. That's that's not really accurate. That will cost a trillion over a period of time. We should be reversing that because we're gonna, we're gonna, at some point we're going to have to pay this back. Um, I'm concerned that, you know, the debt is approaching uh, – the size of the debt will be greater than the size of the U.S. economy, which is... That's um, scary. Yeah, it's very scary. But again, it's better than allowing the economy uh, to collapse. I think, that, I think that we have a better shot if we can rescue the economy of paying this debt down. But we're going to have to have a little discipline on how we do that. So that worries me. And I'm also concerned. I mean, there's such a total disconnect between the stock market, which people who... Um, are involved with the market all say, well, it's reflecting the anticipation of the recovery, which to me seems slightly naive. Yes. Um, and, and the fact that they haven't come up with a plan yet to, you know, the, the economy, people aren't going to be able to pay their rent and mortgages and businesses. I mean, there's so much wrong still. And there's sort of, it seems insane to me that Congress has not figured out how to, come up with some plan, some compromise. 
This isn't on my notes, but I, it just occurred to me. I, I have a question for you. Is, um, is you know, everything's being, um, like, securitized now, and, like, fintech is huge. Everything is just traded and bet on. Um, do your auto loans now get caught up in these, like, securitized f- facilities and securities I, and stuff like that, or no? I assume they do. So the majority of the loans we do... Are. So if you come into in to buy a Toyota, chances are, and, and you lease or finance it, it's probably going to be financed through Toyota Motor Credit. I am assuming that that gets securitized. I, I think everything does like that. Or it, it would be for a big company like I'd be leaving money on the table. But I, I in fact, I don't really know. Um, then we do some loans. It might be through Chase or you know, some various banks that aren't car companies. And I'm, it seems rare that anybody holds on to any kind of loan, whether it's a mortgage or a car loan. So I'm assuming they all get securitized. Now, why I heard your interview with Marty Groman, and um, you're talking about immigration, and you've talked about that a lot, I think. Um, why is immigration an issue that you care about? Well, on so many levels, my grandparents on both sides were immigrants. Um, they escaped Eastern Europe. They came here before there was any sort of rise of Nazism, but there certainly was anti-Semitism. And this country welcomed them. And, you know, I'm sitting here today, chairman of this chain of car dealerships, because my grandfather came here and sold pins and needles, literally, stuff off a cart, and eventually started the car dealership. So, you know, on this very personal, fundamental level, immigration has built this country and certainly built my life um, and my siblings, and now I have my children. Um, But I also just feel that, you know, on a pragmatic level, if you want to talk about Maine, we desperately need people. And there are people who want to come here, who are working, who, you know, want to build a life. And I feel like it's, we should welcome them. This isn't to say we don't have standards or rules or, you know, uh, that we're not cautious in who we welcome. It's, it's consistent. We can do everything, I, I believe, if we decide that's what we want to do. Do you believe that Senator Susan Collins, a Republican who's running against Sarah Gideon, do you believe that Senator Collins is a Trump enabler, as charged by, generally, I would say Democrats, not all Democrats, but that's mm. one of the general charges? Um, yes. Not She's not Lindsey Graham. She's not Mitch McConnell. She's not... Uh, so. The, but my answer is yes. She has supported him. She has, because she has always been incredibly cautious, not spoken of at times when she could have. She could have said far more. Um, you know, I, I'm torn. When I say I'm torn, I have no reservations. I, I, mm. My wife and I and my family are supporting Sarah, and I have no reservations about wanting Collins out. But she's not the devil. She made some very bad votes, Kavanaugh being one. Um, but she also made some good votes. And she's one of the few people, well, I think, in fact, she is the only person that has shown up to make over 7,000 consecutive votes, never missing one. And I admire that. She's a hard worker, but 
she's not who she used to be, and she no longer represents Maine the way I think at one time she did. Did Lee Automall benefit from the CARES Act or the PPP law that she is credited with authoring, co-authoring, of course? Um, we did. We did. And, and I would like to say, I have looked everywhere. I found a member of the House who was credited with, with authoring that act. I can't find anything that says she did other than her. <laughs> so I'd like someone to show me the bill. I can't show find the me bill. the money, Senator Collins. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I looked that up. Um, it was pretty amazing. What I saw was just a unanimous vote in the Senate to pass this huge piece of legislation. And I think like maybe four people in the House opposed it. I mean, just unbelievable. Yeah. Well, was, what, you know, and it's 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 sort of fraudulent. I, I, I still can't find that she authored it. But what I would say is every single senator there voted for it together. They all get credit. They work as a group once, you know, in history. All right, last question. Um, yeah. Well, or the, there's, they're connected. Why do you think America has become like pickup truck nation? And the and then the corollary of that is, do you think it might be a harbinger of a Trump victory in November? And the pickup truck nation you, you are using to describe his supporters, not the fact that everybody's buying pickup trucks. No, but isn't so. pickup, aren't, I see pickup trucks everywhere, and I, and I did yeah, it, check it out. I mean, they're the high, aren't like 70% of auto sales? You know better than I, so please tell yeah, me if I'm wrong. It's a number like that, 68%. It's a huge number. Um, but I think it is possible that the harbinger of his winning a second term um, you know, I don't want him to win. Uh, I have said all up until recently that I thought he was going to. And then I recently just started thinking, you know, things are looking so grim. And his performance with the pandemic has been so bad that it's hard for me to imagine that he could win in this environment. But uh, we still have the debates. Also, That's the way yeah, we have the debates. And I think it's. Uh, hard to well I don't want to say bad things about the American public but they've elected him once and I'm afraid that people might be willing to do it again well Adam Lee thank you so much for your time today and for all your public service Um, I hope you come back on the podcast again soon I would like to thank you for calling take care okay bye bye